0: Good evening. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Hope we're all well. Hope you have all had a good weekend. Uh, Thanks for catching up on replay. For those of you who joined, thanks for checking it out. And uh, for those of you that are joining, I hope you've had a great weekend. Let me just invite some people. Let me just invite some people. Here we go. Oh, sorry. Again, I'm going to say I wish Facebook had an invite all button so I didn't have to spend 30 seconds waiting. So, yeah, if you are catching up on replay, feel free to skip 30 seconds or 40 seconds. Get a few of these going. So, yeah, I hope we've had a good weekend. I have uh, spent the day at my little niece's christening, little Scarlet, which was lovely there, that'll do, that'll do, a few invites sent, there we go, who is on, there we go, got a few people on, yeah, so um, happy Father's Day, happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there, Um, and to those fathers that aren't with you, then um, I hope the thoughts are obviously with them, and I hope that, um, yeah, had some nice memories. There we go, a few people on. So today is episode three of the Always Better Than Yesterday interview sessions. Nice <laughs> shirt, thank you. My dad made a comment today that his dress sense had finally worn off on me and I thought that's the point when uh, Then I realised that it's all downhill from here. Um, so yeah, this is episode three of the Always Better Than Yesterday um, sessions and interview sessions and for those of you that haven't joined, it is my opportunity to ask people that inspire me um, a series of questions. I'm, I'm kind of nosy and I like to get into uh, kind of how people work and how they think and all the sort of habits that they've developed. And I thought rather than do that for myself, then I would um, do that in front of everybody and, and allow you in to, to learn that too. So if it's not for you, Feel free, to, um, feel free to leave, I won't take it personally. But if it is for you, get involved, um, ask some questions. Um, if you're nosy and, or, or you're intrigued by, um, by Michael and, and his view um, and his experience, then, then do get involved and ask some questions. I'm going to bring him up shortly. Um, and, and I won't introduce him too much because I'll allow him to do that. Um, I'll allow him to do that. Um, but yeah, feel free. To share this if it adds you any value, uh, and I'm going to bring him on now. Here we go, I'm going to find him. Right, Michael, make sure your phone is landscape. Here we go, I'm going to add him. Good evening, Anna, who else have we got on? James, Chris, Danny, Paul, great to see you guys. Thank you for joining. Christina, Fez, Bethan, Dawn. Awesome. Got some good people on. Here we go. How are
1: you,
0: <laughs> How's it, Ryan? How are you
1: doing? Can you see me properly? Very I'm well, sitting friend. in my lounge here. <laughs> good to see you. Yeah. you. had a good weekend. Happy Father's Day to all of you and your wonderful people in your group. Thank Great you. Great to be Thank here. You. Absolutely amazing to be here. Thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity to connect with all of you. Amazing. Yeah, I actually quite. uh, I'm quite excited to be here because I almost wasn't here because you know down in South Africa here we have what they call load shedding, which means that uh, every now and then they just decide to switch the electricity off. You know, it's hell in Africa.
0: (laughs) Right, right. And that's just
1: because you know the grid's overloaded, so they they choose a time and they just switch it off. (laughs)
0: So if we lose you, <laughs>
1: no, you, you won't, won't lose, lose me now if, it, if it's not off. It actually went off earlier, but uh, if it's not off again now, then we're all good.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Right. Mm. So do, do me the pleasure of introducing your fine self to the, the people that are watching and they're going to catch up on replay.
1: Okay, excellent. Well, my name is Michael Rod, as you know. I, I'm a peak performance, or well, I call myself a peak performance life coach. I live on the East Coast of South Africa with my beautiful wife and my little five year old daughter rachel and so, um, happy family, you too. Mm, um i actually lived in i lived in London for a while uh, my sister with my sister Jenny Rivett, who is uh, who was princess diana 's personal fitness trainer right up until her tragic and untimely death um Wow. So I lived with her for a while, and uh, then I traveled to the United States, and I lived there for six years where I studied. Uh, you know, my uh, coaching career has a very strong base in health and wellness. And uh, yes. I, I traveled from England to the United States to study health and wellness. So I got a degree in exercise physiology. And then I uh, came back to South Africa, and I, I started a coaching career really that just um, – evolved, you know. My story is, uh, I have quite a, a beautiful story, I must admit. It's a story of uh, tragedy and triumph. And, uh, you know, as most most coaches uh, in life, they come from a background of hardship, you know, of, of struggle, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I think, you know, I, I developed a love, an absolute passion for people when I was very young because... Unfortunately, I had an alcoholic mother and uh, mm-hmm. I was witness to her, uh, you know, her many attempts at trying to take her life. Mm. And I think, uh, you know, that, that started me on a journey of just really wanting to know what this life's all about. And on top mm. of that, I uh, I embarked on this bodybuilding uh, career because, you know, I I, yeah, I really just wanted to, you know, from the hurt of, you know, I'm really, I'm, 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 te- I'm telling you my story here. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: Beautiful. Thank you. You know,
1: it. I appreciate um, it. the hurt of, of that. Now I know we've all got a story, but this is my story. Mm. So I hope you'll just bear with me. So, you know, the, the hurt of, of, of witnessing yeah. all of that when I was young, I tried to insulate myself, but, but by, by, by uh, you know, embarking on this journey of bodybuilding. So, so that, um, you know the world. The world wouldn't attack me anymore. You know, I'd, I'd feel safe and insulated in this big body, and at the same time have this mm. uh, um, idea of being a perfect, so no one could criticize me. If you understand? Yeah. So you know that that really was the the foray into this whole wellness and fitness industry that I went on to study in the United States. You know. Um,
0: so 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 just to just to reflect on the bodybuilding Mm. what did because that's a hell of a discipline that that's um you know we we could talk Mm. all evening about the the discipline that it must have taken to get yourself in the physical condition that you did Mm. what did that kind of what lessons did you take from that Mm. in terms of you know the discipline that it took to to build your body well you know
1: i find it interesting because you know, um, that was who I was then. And it was, you know, you, you know, I, what I really learned from that whole journey was, you know, everybody's got their own model of the world that they develop through their triumphs mm-hmm. and their tragedies. And that really was just my way of, 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 um, of protecting myself in the world. But it, it led on to greater things. You know, I could have, in that instance, when I was growing up, I could have chosen one of two paths. I could have gone mm-hmm. the delinquent route, or I could have gone this route. And I'm really happy that I, I chose that route because it instilled, uh, it, it's, it instilled in me a very deep discipline and also a great respect for the human body and, and what it's is capable of. And also it, it formed the foundation of my whole peak performance philosophy. Because,
0: Do you know what yeah, it was that that helped you go down that path and not the other one?
1: You know, I, I just think that uh, it was the fight inside of me that just said, uh, you know, this has happened to me and I'm going to give this a good meaning. I'm not going to interpret this in a way that destroys me. I'm going to try and give this a meaning in my life that empowers me and makes me go forward instead of, uh, you know, instead of uh, taking me in a direction which really just, you know, I'm, you know, some kids unfortunately they just you know when they're in a situation like that they choose the wrong mm. road and just i'm i'm mm. actually so blessed that i chose the right road because it formed mm. the foundation of who i was and 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 how my whole coaching career uh, actually grew so if you know yeah, if, if, if you look at the the acronym peak which is you know I'm a, i call myself a peak performance life coach so Many people call themselves a peak performance coach. But for me, that word peak has a a deep meaning. Um, And that's where the P, which stands for physiology, is the base of that whole pyramid. So, you know, my foundation in physiology and training formed that whole um, base. So, you know, that, that early experience in bodybuilding and taking myself up to the top 10 position in the world. Wow. Was, uh, was actually, you know, it's just, it was formative and the discipline and, you know, I mean, I had, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger was my boyhood hero and, you know, I, yeah, it's just a great thing that you, you have the opportunity to, to emulate people like that and... Um, yeah. Mm.
0: So, uh, so other than the, the discipline, what other sort of habits did you develop during your bodybuilding career that really served you well?
1: Well, you know the learnings that came out of that. Um, obviously, my my bodybuilding and my, my training led me onto the first stage of my coaching, because it taught me fundamentally how your physiology can affect your mindset. Mm-hmm. So, um, my whole, as I said to you earlier, the whole basis of my 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 uh, framework, my peak performance framework, yeah. is creating what I call state management based on physiology. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I used to get, uh, when I started coaching, I used to get a lot of people who would come to me and say to me, you know, Michael, I'm so depressed and I just, I can't understand why. And, you know, you could see that they don't have the mental um, condition of being depressed, but they have the physiology of being depressed. Now, now you know that there's a a cybernetic loop between mind and body. So one affects the other, the other affects the other. So if you Mm. carry yourself in a way that's depressive, in a way that's um, Mm. uh, inward. I mean, if you can picture uh, what a depressed person looks like, if you, Mm. you know, imagine them, their shoulders are rounded, they're breathing shallow. And so, you know, I learned early in my career that physical training helps people like that specifically because a weak physiology, a weak weak body, leads to Mm. weak patterns of physiology, which therefore lead to weak mental patterns because of that cybernetic loop. So it was, yeah. you know, that, that was the whole basis of my, well, the whole foundation of my,
0: that, yeah. You know. that's interesting because I, I, I can reflect on that. And, you know, last, last year I, I was struggling with some resiliency issues and yeah. I, um, I started exercising and getting out in the mornings, which was a flip because I used to go out in the evenings mm. and um, yeah, I, for some reason, I just got out early in the morning and I just found that that change, you know, physiologically, by moving, just made me clearer throughout the day, much more resilient um, and able to take on some challenges, you know, show up and lead and, and do all those things that I was having difficulty doing um, by being tired in the mornings.
1: Absolutely. Now, you'll probably know the statement that motion creates emotion emotion yeah
0: absolutely yeah
1: so if you look at the next level of my framework which is the p-e-a-k emotion Mm. comes after the p so you get physiology and how physiology affects your emotional state so you would have felt that firsthand
0: like a good student i'm taking notes
1: (laughs) good for you (laughs) so yeah it's it's i must say it's been a it's been a beautiful journey and um uh, you know, having been through that with my mother and having gone through that whole, that whole um, uh, bodybuilding story and, and learned so much. And I developed this, you know, insatiable, insatiable um, um, mindset where I just hated to see other people struggling emotionally, mm. you know. Mm. And I used exercise in the early stages of my life, exercise and training. And I wasn't quite, I didn't quite understand how that worked, but that started the whole journey over the last 27 years of me trying to find out how this whole thing fits together. Mm. And of course, the next part of my framework, which is P for physiology, E for emotion, those two are the first part, which I call the primers. You know, if you get, Mm -hmm. you know, you work, your life works from the inside out, not from the outside in. So yeah. You know to show up in life you 've got to be fully present and energetic and emotionally strong. so if you've got those mm. two in place, the next part of the framework is A, which is action. You know you're going to take mm. a much better quality of consistent action if you've got those yes. first two uh, in place
0: mm. so absolutely uh, so with with action, I think you know my learning around action is around. Belief, you know, just taking that action and then not being afraid to fail. What, what do you, um, what's your experience of those two concepts, sort of belief and failure, um, around action?
1: Well, first of all, I believe that, well, <laughs> let me say it a different way the greatest challenge people have is their limiting beliefs about themselves. Mm. Mm. That's you know. In my whole coaching career, whenever people come to me, that's primarily what we have to break through. If you think about growing up in life, what you've got to do in life is you've got to grow up and out of your childhood limiting beliefs. Now, Mm -hmm. not many people, unfortunately, not many people take the time to revisit those beliefs that no longer serve them in life. You know, they just carry, they carry those. And it's a burden yeah. for them, you know. And at some point, at some point, they, they reach that that crisis in their life where, you know, they just they just can't continue.
0: Yeah, so, I think I think that one of the I think one of the main things with limiting beliefs is becoming aware of it. You know, self awareness. You know, yeah, that, absolutely. So mm. so for those people that are watching that are uh, new to coaching mm. or, or or limiting beliefs. How you know what advice would you give them to start trying to identify potentially limiting beliefs?
1: Well, the first thing that you need to do is you need to you need to understand who you are as a person at the core. You know, one of the first mm-hmm. questions I ask people is, uh, "Who are you? Who are you?" And then people will go on to say, "Well, just like I did at the beginning of this uh, interview, <laughs> like, I'm a I'm a performance coach or." They define themselves by what they do and then they define themselves about how they do it. Mm-hmm. And that essentially, those two things are not who they are. Yes. Okay. So I, my first thing with people is to help them to identify who they are at their core, the truth of who <laughs> they are. And when they discover the truth of who they are at their core, they often find that those limiting beliefs they can start to challenge them at a at a deeper level, and then and then fundamentally move past them.
0: Yeah. Mm. What do you think are some of the most common limiting beliefs that people have?
1: Well, I, I think that the most common li- limiting beliefs are um, uh, equate to what people think that they are capable of achieving in life. You know. Yeah. So you know you get you get I mean that that's in their career that's in their finances that relates to mm-hmm. uh, the kind of partnerships that they they um, choose to enter. I mean when I yeah. when I when I first uh, <laughs> you know when I was going through the whole bodybuilding thing and I was insecure I didn't know who I was I mean I had some horrendous relationships based on my level of self worth. You know I, I was mm-hmm. I was I was choosing people who i thought you know i was worthy of and at, at the end of the day it just doesn't work out so you know you've got to get to the core of who you actually are um mm. you know and when you when you find that
0: truth the world just opens up for you you know amazing yeah and do you remember that point when when you found that you say about when you were bodybuilding and you went through was it after that period you found that
1: yeah you know <laughs> Although bodybuilding was a vehicle for me, it wasn't the right vehicle for me ultimately. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I had an accident which uh, ripped both of my quadricep muscles off my kneecaps at the same time. I fell down one step. Wow. Yeah. It was horrendous. Yeah. So um, I was rushed to a hospital and had to have both of my quadricep muscles sewed back onto my kneecaps. Mm. And while I was lying in hospital, the doctor came to me and said, well, that's it for you, my friend. No more bodybuilding. Wow. So now, I was Michael, the bodybuilder, you know. Everybody knew me as this top ten. Hugely tied your identity to it, yeah. Yeah. Now, who was I? You know, this, this crisis, you know. And then I remember attending a, a, um, a fitness conference and I was sitting in the audience at this fitness conference and these amazing speakers came on stage. And they were amazing. They, they were motivating and they were amazing, you know. And then Floyd Landis, I don't know if you remember a guy called Floyd Landis. He was the guy who, who outed Lance Armstrong for the whole steroid thing, you know. He, so he came on stage and, um, excuse me, just have a drink of water. And Floyd Landis was the most nervous, sc- uh, scared, timid speaker I'd ever seen in my life. And I, it looked like he actually, he, he literally wanted to run off the stage. So I found that contrast quite amazing. And I thought to myself, you know, mm. I should be there. I should be, I should be on that stage motivating and, and helping people. I'd missed my calling, you know, I, I was just this, this bodybuilder who had now lost his identity. Mm. And that's really where I had my big breakthrough in life, because I realized that I had so much to give, actually. So that's, mm-hmm. and within four short years, I got a, a contract with the Royal Palace of Monaco to, uh, here in South Africa, to to work with all their foundation staff. And to, wow. uh, yeah, yeah, that was quite an interesting story, actually, because... I was out to dinner with Prince Albert and Princess Charlene, and I was sitting at uh, Prince Albert was sitting at the head of the table, and Princess Charlene yeah. was sitting on on his left, and I was sitting opposite. My wife was sitting next to yeah. Princess Charlene, and she started talking about the crown, the the tiara, you know, and and how everybody thinks that being a princess is the most amazing thing. <laughs> So wow. I I did I digested this you know, I digested this a little bit and I looked at her and I said, You know, Princess Charlene, I said, Every little girl in the world looks up to you and that tiara as a symbol of hope. And then I just stopped because I saw her face <laughs> <laughs> and my wife my wife like looked at me. And then the princess, the princess, like leaned forward over the table, and she said to me, "Do you want a job?"
0: <laughs> wow!
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> yes, please.
1: So that was uh, that was the start of that, and actually, I've just come out of the end of that contract now at the end wow. of of uh, December, uh, two
0: thousand and seventeen. Wow! So, yeah, what was,
1: an experience?
0: Uh, yeah. What was the highlight of that experience?
1: Well, you know, I I got to travel, obviously, to Monaco a lot, and I got to spend a lot of time with uh, amazing people and learn about all those amazing people. Mm. And being a coach and uh, being an acquisitive coach, I asked a hell of a lot of questions. And the thing that that interested me the most about people, especially those very successful people who hang out on those beautiful big yachts, Mm. was their energy. Their passion, yeah. you know, just how they they conducted their lives, and, and uh, yeah. you know their, their 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 energy, amazing. So one
0: of my most one of my most um, dear values that I hold is about how you treat people who can do nothing for you. Absolutely, um, and it's all about that kind of um, it, you know, it, well, it's essentially that how you treat people who can do nothing for you. And I think um, you would have had an insight into people that are um, very well off and privileged. And and what, what do you take from, you know, there, what did you see humility? Did you see, you know, what, what did you see
1: Ryan, to be quite honest with you, I've seen both.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Let me start by saying, I think Prince Albert is the most amazing person. He is the most down to earth, amazing person. And he's got everything you could possibly ever wish to have. And he's just the most humble so, I love that guy. But then you do get people who, you know, the new very rich people who've made it soon. And, uh, you know, they just, you know, uh, and those are the kind of people I also found interesting because I wanted to know what made them different from the people who were. But then, you know, the other thing is this, that I've learned, and I always te- tell people, you can't judge people's model of the world you know mm-hmm. how they how they interpret their their being what they mm-hmm. project into the world comes from a set of beliefs that you can't judge because you don't know what their past was you know mm. no one knew what my past was, and uh you know, so don't judge, don't judge people yep.
0: you know. Seek to understand. Yeah,
1: Seek to first to understand and then to be understood. Exactly. I always That's say good. that. I always say it to my wife before we go into a meeting. Seek to understand. Yeah. Break bread.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so let's yeah. wrap up the, the peak. So we've got physiology, physiology, emotion, action, and K know, stands for knowledge. The knowledge. peak.
1: Yeah. The peak of the framework is knowledge. And, you know, you know I thought about your group and uh, we are always better than yesterday. What is that all about? It's about being better. And what is being better? It's about never adopting a mindset that you think you know everything or you, you can't learn anything more. Yeah. But the main thing is of knowledge. Well, I call it knowledge stroke results, producing results in your life. Because, you know, after you've taken action in your life, the kind of quality of action, you're not always going to get the result that you want, Mm -hmm. but you would have gotten education, which is knowledge. Mm. So we are always building. We're always growing. We are always fundamentally
0: um, learning. Mm. I've got, we've got a question for you, Michael. Yes. We've got a question is if you're listening guys, if you've got some questions, drop them in and we'll answer them. Even if you're on replay, we'll, we'll drop in and answer the question. So, Lisa, my wonderful wife, says, Michael, what is your favorite self-development book or audio book of all time?
1: Okay. My most, okay, favorite one. Wow. You know, if Lisa, thank you for your question. It's a beautiful question. <laughs> I, if I had to take this iPad... I it, get those questions I, all the time, Michael. And it is amazing because, <laughs> you know, I'm, 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 a book, I'm a book addict. I mean, my, you know, I, I think yeah. that there's a constant flow of books into my life. If I had to take you now with this little iPad into my library and show you my library, it's huge—just yeah. hundreds of books. But you know, I, I, going back to what I said earlier about um, physiology and state management, I think the person—and he's had an impact on many people—is Tony Robbins. Yeah. You know, you know physiology, and you know it just—it fitted—it fitted into what I teach, or you know, like a glove, because you know, his whole state management theory and the cybernetic loop between mind and body. Mm. I, when I when I was in London with my sister about 24 years ago it was the first time I had access to any sort of personal development books and Tony Robbins was the first book I picked up. And, yeah. you know, if, if you're not into neurolinguistic programming, you might find that a bit hard reading and also there's a lot mm-hmm. of work to do, you know. So, yeah. you know, people... People uh, get new, uh, um the Tony Robbins thing, but they don't take it any further because it's they don't fundamentally get it. You know,
0: mm-hmm. you have
1: to have sort of I think you'd have to probably have a little bit of a background in, in NLP to mm-hmm. to to actually take advantage of of. Um, you know all his. So we've teachings. got Anna
0: Samborn from we've got Anna from Sweden who is just qualified in NLP and mm. business coaching. Okay. Well done,
1: Anna. Hi, hi Anna, how are you doing? <laughs> so, so Anna will know what I'm so, talking
0: about when it comes to managing states yeah. uh,
1: and, physio- so and physiology. Because
0: cool, I, I think I've seen that you would attended a uh, Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within event in London. Is that right? Yes,
1: in 2000. And, uh, I think it was 2000 and, uh, 2000. 2002, I think, or three. I came to the, uh, that big place at Canary Wharf, that beautiful big auditorium. Wow. And uh, we did the fire walk, actually. And, I, and I, I always tell the story because I walked out of that auditorium and I saw all those coals burning outside. And I thought to myself, well, where can I hide? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I actually got myself to do it but it was terrifying you know until I actually got there because you know he teaches you how to manage your state it's just a metaphor for breaking through fear and uh, mm-hmm. I mean it's a wonderful metaphor and I mean I, I'll never forget those lessons it was amazing
0: was that was that he talks about that being a life-changing event was it life-changing for you
1: <sighs> it was one of my life-changing events I must say uh, yeah you know I, I got yeah. myself to do it you know and I often think to myself, would I be able to dive out of an aeroplane now? And I think that would be pushing it a bit too far for me. Uh, I, I like to keep my feet on the ground. Have you ever done that, right? <laughs> Have you ever dived out of an aeroplane?
0: I haven't, but uh, I think I would. Would you? I, think I would. Uh,
1: okay, that's yeah, interesting.
0: Why not? I'll yeah. try anything once.
1: Okay. Well, you know, the thing with skydiving is you might only get to try it once. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amazing. And, and I think I think it's interesting that you talked at uh, your last one about being knowledge because you'll know well that Tony Robbins says that knowledge isn't power. Knowledge is potential, potential power. power. Correct, unless you and act like on the it. Fact, exactly, and I like yeah. the fact that it comes after action correct. in your framework.
1: Exactly, yeah. So, you it's know, like, it's, it's it's interesting that I call myself a peak performance life coach because everybody thinks, oh, he just is, calls himself a peak performance life coach. But that... Framework has a very deep meaning in my life. It spans mm. right back to my childhood and uh, how that whole, you know, that whole transition and that, all those experiences. Mm. You know, I think I think one of your questions was what makes a good coach. Yes, and I think a great coach is somebody who's been in the hole themselves in their life, and when they see mm. somebody else in the hole. They don't stand at the top and shout down instructions. They get yeah. into the hole with the person and lift them out. Yeah, That is a yeah. good coach. Apart from being somebody who has an intrinsic love for other human beings and somebody yeah. who's able to be extremely present with people.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I, I share with, you know, I, I wouldn't look back at my life and my childhood as, as any terrible adversities i've had challenges like most but Mm. i think the one thing that connects me most with what i love from coaching is about confidence yeah and if i look back at my life and you know there's so many times when people would refer to me as arrogant i was just trying to be confident you know i had so little self-belief growing up yeah that i almost overcompensated and got out there and was telling people about how great you know and i i (laughs) You only kind of look back at it now and you think, oh, God, you know. And that's why I'm so passionate about kind of helping, um, first of all, people find their self-belief and confidence, you know. Sure, absolutely, yeah. So I can absolutely relate. It gives you that sense of drive and purpose. And and like like you said, I don't want to ever see anybody that doesn't believe in themselves or confidence because, you know, if I can help them see the greatness within them, then, you know. And you're doing a great job. (laughs) You almost feel compelled to help. For sure. Oh, isn't, that, uh, isn't, it,
1: yeah, isn't that amazing, you know, uh, how we, we come from our unique backgrounds and we project that mm. into the world, you know, whatever. And, and that's why I think that, you know, people need to understand that your gift to the world is your is your past and what you've been through because there are going to be mm. people behind you who are trying to deal with those sort of things and you can help them. You know, um, working with the Palace of Monaco in South Africa, their job as a foundation was to stop drowning. And there's such a big need here in South Africa, in the rural communities. And uh, at one point, my wife got terribly overwhelmed about how much work there is to do. And I said to her, you know what? If you just help one person, how important is your life to you? So if you just help one person in this whole world, that's where you start one person mm. at a time you
0: know absolutely yeah absolutely mm. yeah i can't agree with you more one person at a time sure. i think i've had similar conversations with adam Boker, who's who's in watching at the moment you know changing the world one person at a time yeah absolutely this time. is i'm having i'm having a lot of fun michael this is great so far and I, I hope that those people watching are enjoying the content and if you are finding any value then please do share it with people that need to see this and and if you've got any questions, then do jump on and ask them. Um, so with, because with, I know you mentioned about always better than yesterday and, and, and what it means to you. How are you always better than yesterday?
1: You know, Ryan, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a ridiculously passionate learner. I, I just, you know, I'm going to France in three in, next week, I'm going to France for three weeks for a little holiday with my family. And the first, thing that goes into, the first thing that goes into my bag are books. And the first thing I do when I arrive in Paris is I go into the biggest bookstore I can find and see if there's anything yep. I've missed, you know. And, <laughs> and then I, I look for online stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm always, you know, if, if I'm at the gym and I'm cycling or doing my cardiovascular work, it's always podcasts. It's always, it's just mm-hmm. learning. You know, my car doesn't, doesn't move without petrol yep. or fuel and something in the CD that's going to help me see, you know, yeah. to develop.
0: Absolutely. And then also. Why, why, yeah. so, so for those of you, so, so I completely get it. I complete. I'm, I'm exactly right that I can't go five minutes down the road without listening to some form of um, audiobook or podcast. So for those of you that that's an alien concept to them, what, um, why do you do that?
1: Why do I do that? You know, I just think the world is such a beautiful, fascinating place. And I just think, you know, it comes from my love of people and my, my, um, Mm -hmm. my, my want to help. Um, Yeah. You know, I just want to be one of those people who, who can offer a solution when it's needed. You know, that's, that's my objective in life. You know, if somebody comes to me and they've got a challenge, I want to be able to be that person who can, who can guide them in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. and I guess that learning has to be compatible with what you are as a person. I mean, if you get some people who are just, they don't get personal development, they don't get it, you know. Um, one of those people is my wife. She, she doesn't, she, you know, she's she's just the most amazing person. She's she's she fundamentally got everything. She's just, you know, she just doesn't get personal development. She says to me, uh, what do I have to develop, you know? so but but she's passionate about other things which she she wants to yeah. learn about obviously so that's fine you know and how yeah. long
0: how long have you been together if you don't mind me asking
1: well uh don was a my wife dominique was a international triathlete she was a world a class triathlete actually and uh, we've been together for 12 years now yeah so we... it's
0: fine it's fine because my wife and i've been together 15 years and in her 13th year she discovered self-development so next year's the year okay next year is the year, okay? <laughs> year,
1: is the year. <laughs> no, we live in hope <laughs> Yeah.
0: lucky 13 for you
1: yeah no absolutely yeah maybe she'll discover it while we're uh, away and she sees me passionately paging through you know <laughs>
0: this is it almost, this we is almost it. have
1: to sit on our hands when we're on holiday don't we <laughs> yeah
0: and, and, and she's actually commented my wife's commented said it was finding something that she loves to do kick-started her into personal development
1: yeah very that's very very true so you know um what what sort of angle um how does she mean finding something so
0: um so she is a, a network marketer so oh. she does unique and um so she's a makeup brand and yeah it's all about um it, it again it's not at the superficial level of of selling makeup it really is a grow yourself grow your business type of venture okay um, so wow. they do a lot of um mindset and and leadership development yeah
1: Yeah. okay that's that's interesting good i'm really
0: excited and and it's interesting if we reflect that back to what we talked about earlier around your identity being a Mm bodybuilder you know if i'm sure she won't mind me saying but her identity had become uh, a wife and a mum. sure yeah and this circle of well who am i exactly and and her makeup had her unique business Mm. had given her that platform to rediscover who she was, mm. and in finding that, you know, it's that personal growth, isn't it? It's addictive. And Absolutely, you want to keep growing, yeah. developing. Yeah,
1: but I must, I must say, just going back to what you said. Now, don't you find it fascinating? Asking that, pe- asking people the question, "Who are you?" I, I found that mm. so because it, it almost throws people.
0: You know, people
1: oh, they, 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 they become and- they become quite <laughs> uncomfortable with that question because. You know, they're searching for who they are. You know, I'm a mother, I'm a father, I'm a, I'm a CEO, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. That's how they define themselves, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: And then they go on to define how they do that, you know. I'm, I'm good at it, yeah. I'm, you know. Or if you're a criminal, you're bad, and, you know, whatever the situation is. But they never get to the core of who they are. Yeah. You know, so, so for me, that's, that's the start of, of, of finding out the truth. You know when we know the truth the truth actually it's so true what they say the truth sets you free you know once absolutely
0: And, and like where you've got your framework around you know i i have my own that i'm that i've developed and that is a lot around developing kind of who you are and it's It starts with the kind of, I think you've alluded to it around the Simon Sinek golden circle, your kind of why. It starts Uh, with, you know, what what do you love to do? Mm -hmm. What are you good at? Mm -hmm. What's important? You know, that kind of having a good sense of a purpose, really kind of strong values and, you know, your strengths. Those three are the inner game that you talked about. Starting confidence within and self-belief within. That's my framework. It starts within, and and this is why what I hear from you is just like music to my ears. Because it's like you're absolutely, you know, where I love to be in terms of you know the approach. Sure,
1: absolutely, it's amazing framework. I'd like you to share that with me sometime if you can. Yeah, yeah, I'm my like, pleasure. I'd yeah. like to get a good insight. That's awesome, and it's right. amazing how that's come from your past. You know, yeah, from from where you were, it's it's come through quite beautifully, and now you've developed that framework. How long have you been, if you don't mind me asking, in in, yep. in personal development and uh, or had a passion for? Um,
0: so, by accident, probably personal development. I've just naturally built. How I think curiosity started. Okay, in my that's always a good start. I've always just had this. <laughs> yeah, I've always been curious, little monkey. So I've always been trying to figure out people. I'm passionate about understanding people and why people do things, mm. um, and then really sort of. Um, when I started to nail the personal development was when I came across Simon Sinek's Start With Why Yes, um, and getting clear on my own sort of purpose but also as I was developing as a leader through my my role at work as well sort of getting that reflective nature really nailed and you know learning different models different approaches and reflecting on my approach so that that's kind of been Whilst I've been doing it probably 12 to 15 years, I think the last five I've really upped the purposeful um, self-development. Right.
1: Okay. Does that make sense? Sure, absolutely. So your your book that made the turning point for you in your life would have been that Simon Sinek's book?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay.
1: Funny, I haven't read that book. Can you believe it?
0: No. Well, hopefully you've been inspired to go I, and get it. I am. I'm going to go and get it. <laughs> yeah. I'd I'd say why it's changed my life. It's changed my life because A, it's helped me find my own purpose. But in doing so, it's given me the courage to be authentic with it. Mm. And if I hadn't, I wouldn't have been sat here talking to awesome people like you. Absolutely, sure. And that in itself is is life-changing for me because I I love what I do and I enjoy what I do. Yes, Um, I can see that. And It's only the the start, you know? It's only the start. Yeah,
1: for sure. Uh, You know, I love passionate people. eh? I, I just think that passion drives the world, you know? so uh, it's just uh, it's amazing that I can sit here in South Africa and you can be on the other side of the world and we can have this conversation I think that you know the world's just moving at such a, a beautiful direction
0: you know it's exactly I think there's a lot of talk about social media being negative and I my view is about is how you use it and what you surround it with if you surround it with inspiring uplifting people and uplifting content and your discipline with your time, then social media should absolutely work for you, not against you. Agreed, 100%. You know,
1: it's like money,
0: yeah. Huh? You know, it's got its, you know, it's, that's what you do with it that counts. <laughs> absolutely. Michael, this has been an absolute pleasure. I'm just gonna give you the opportunity to wrap up. Is there anything else that you would like to you say to, I tell you what, hmm. how should people find out more about you?
1: Well, the first place to go would be to my group, which is the Peak Performers Movement. It's a yeah. group that I've got. Uh, but, yeah, I'd love to have you all there or whoever wishes to join. Um, you're on there. Definitely. So, um, you know, we do our best to keep uh, providing you with uh, up-to-date resources and an education and um, um, just, you know, the commentary from the other great members that are there and, yeah. and insights from uh, all other personal development leaders that I've uh, connected with over the last couple of years. You know, social media ma- has made it possible for us to connect with some amazing people. You know, so yeah. and within these groups that are being established at the moment, uh, you know, we get to connect and and, and, um, and live at a level, you know, similar to what we used to fantasize about. You know, the Tony Robbinses and all of that. We can live at that level. <laughs> you know, in terms of how yeah. we connect with each other, not physically being those people. You know, we as you said Absolutely. as you said earlier. We've got to be as authentic. We've got to show up authentically.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. It's about good conversations, inspiring you to do things you maybe wouldn't have had the chance to do if we hadn't have Absolutely, done
1: that. For sure. And
0: yeah. I hope that that's happened for a few people that check in and log in tonight. If we've inspired one or two people <clears> to, <throat> to go and try something different, to, to pick up a book or try an audio book for the first time, then I think you and I will have, will have uh, had a, you know, a worthwhile time doing this. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you.
0: Michael, it's been an absolute privilege. Thank you so much for your time. I look forward to continuing to be a member of your peak performance movement. likewise it's a great valuable community. Thank, thank you, thank mate. You. I'm gonna drop it drop off now. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you, Ryan. God bless all of you. Take care.
0: Take take care, brother. Bye bye. There we go. Wow. Wow. What a man. What a man. What a story. What a life. Um, I hope that this has added you some value. I hope that, um, you know, I'm nerding out on this stuff. I'm absolutely dumbfounded by the fact that, you know, I touched on it then, you know, found my own why, found my own purpose. And by living that and by being authentic with with what I believe and what I stand for, I'm connecting with some amazing people. I'm having the time of my life. This is amazing. You know, this is only episode three. I've got some. (laughs) <laughs> i've got some amazing people lined up to come um i'm having a great time if you're enjoying this too by all means please do share add your comments i know i've said that a few times um yeah get it get into michael's peak performance movement group um and see some more content from that amazing man i just feel so privileged and blessed and i'm glad that i can share it all with you amazing anna adam and the rest of the guys from the always better than yesterday community i appreciate your support as always You guys are an inspiration to me. Um, And uh, yeah, amazing. Have a great week. Take some time to think about what would make a great week for you. Just five minutes. What would make a great week for you? And go and make that happen. Have a great one, guys. Much love.